We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, live at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rudy's on a Tuesday night. It is Big 12 Championship Week, and we're talking OU Iowa State over the next hour. Here in about 20 minutes, we'll be joined by our radio partners, Gabe Eichert and Chris Plank. I'm Toby Rowland. This is the Butkus Award winner, Teddy Lehman. We got Kale Gundy coming up next segment. It's going to be a fun show, but Teddy, what an accomplishment for Oklahoma to be in this game. They're chasing a sixth consecutive Big 12 title, and they started 0 and 2. Well, I mean, uh most people picked him to make it at the beginning of the season. So you look at it and you say, well, gosh, well, I mean, is it really? But, man, after losing two straight Big 12 games and the way that Texas game looked coming down the stretch, man, it's like, oh, boy, I don't know. But, man, what a what an accomplishment. You're right. To, to fight back, to continue to win uh, game after game. We got a couple of guys back that have really made a difference for this football team. 
and all in all, where they are now compared to where they were early season, it's been a weird year, but they've somehow navigated this thing and uh, made their way back. And they needed some things to happen down yeah. the stretch, and they did, and they kept winning ball games. And here we go, chance to win six. Opening segment brought to you by McIntyre Law. As always, we'll take your questions. If you're listening to the show tonight, you can hit us up on the Academy Sports and Outdoors inbox at OU on the air. We'll take a timeout. Kale Gundy joins us live next. Back after this at Rudy's. Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Kim Cade Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Welcome back, everybody. Toby and Teddy with you. It's Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T. Big 12 Championship game coming up Saturday down in Arlington. And it is our pleasure now to welcome in Sooner assistant coach, one of the all-time greats in OU history, Cale Gundy. Cale, good evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing okay. Fantastic. We're here. Yeah. We're ready to you, roll. Yeah, you guys look good. <laughs> well, well, thank you. That's uh, thank you. Uh, it's fun to have you on, and uh, what an accomplishment. We were talking off the top uh, to be back in this game. All things aside, to be in this game again, six straight championship uh, that you're chasing is great. But to do it in the manner that you guys did it, phenomenal yeah. this year. Well, you know, I, I think that that, you know, says a lot about what this program is. And, um, you know, it's it's consistent. And, and not all programs are consistent, but this program is consistent. This program's always fighting and battling and, and competing for championships every year. Uh, a lot of people talk about it. This program does it. And, um, it, you know, I think, you know, we've been through a lot, but everybody's been through a lot. Uh, that's why sometimes you gotta you gotta throw the brakes on a little bit, you know, early in the season or halfway during the season when you know maybe somebody starts out four and zero or five and zero, and boy, this team's gonna do this and that. You gotta let everybody go through the whole season. You gotta let everybody, let all the everybody play these games and let it all filter out. And um, you know, typically at the end, the cream usually rises rises to the top. And I mean, I, not only I agree a hundred percent, and this program is extremely consistent sets us apart from everyone else in the conference and most 99.9 percent .9 of teams nationally but this year in particular how about these players because you know I don't think people realize how difficult it is on a day-to-day -day basis to be separated from family from uh, most friends uh, to be down 0-2 in the conference early on a bunch of people you know uh, you know saying this season's a wash and to fight through all of that going through the daily COVID protocols and contact tracing and all the things that that, that brings with it. I mean, just the job of these players to show yeah. up every day and do the work. They, they, they deserve so much credit. I mean, they actually do. Um, again, this is year 26 for me as, as a coach. 
And you can take all my first 25 years and add um, all the tough times, um, you know, injuries, uh, just different scenarios that, that I've been through in 25 years. You can put them all into one year, and they don't add what we've gone <laughs> through this year. And, um, again, we've asked a lot of our players, and it's been tough on them. And, and they, have, they have continued to fight through it. They've responded to us. You know, whatever Coach Riley has talked to them about, has asked them to do, as well as, our, as, well as the rest of our assistant coaches, uh, these young men have responded, and it's, been, uh, it, it's, it's made it a memorable year. This is something that everybody's going to remember regardless. Um, you'll always remember the time that, we, that we've had this year and the things that we've been through and, and, the, and the team meetings, just the team-only meetings that we've had. We've had some team meetings that have been unbelievable. Um, but it's, it's been a um, – it, it, uh, our players deserve a lot of credit. And uh, they're still – they still got some things they want to take care of and finish, finish throughout the course of the season, and, and uh, we're in position to do that. You got Iowa State coming up uh, Saturday, Kale, in the Big 12 Championship. You saw these guys back in early October. They got you up at Ames. When you look back at that game, what was your takeaway? And then what do you have to do to flip the script on them this time? You know, I think it's it's it was, you know, two good teams at the beginning of the season that were still kind of young and just kind of starting to kind of feel their way a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to play these guys because I, th I think they are the, the, the second best team in this conference. I, I think I think besides us, they're 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 the team that deserves to be there. Uh, I've got tons of respect for them. Um, they've came a long way. Uh, they are a very well respected team uh, by everybody. And if they're not. Uh, they, they needed to be, uh, but their players do a tremendous job. Their staff does a great job, and uh, we, I look forward to it. I mean, I'm excited to play these guys because, like I said, I think they're the, the, the other best team that's in this conference, and it, it'll make for a great game on Saturday. Um, but, again, I, you know, I think it was, you know, we were early in the season, and, and uh, you know, you're going on the road, and there's some things, a few things here and there that we needed to clean up and do better, which we have been doing here the last several games that we didn't do in that game. And in those situations, uh, when you're playing on the road, um, you know, maybe your, you know, our special teams, we kind of got hit a time or two that kind of hurt us a little bit. And, um, but we've, I think we've shored that up, and we look forward to playing on Saturday. What do you think about Spencer Rattler's progression since then? You know, you've seen a lot of great quarterbacks, and you're, you're a great quarterback yourself, uh, but rarely do we see a freshman come in and, and play the way that he's done. He's, you know, with all things considered, he's been pretty good. You look at, you know, that first matchup against Iowa State and what you expect from him this weekend against Iowa State. How has he progressed between those two, two games? He's grown a lot, and, and, and Coach Riley's done a tremendous job with him. Um, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, Coach Riley and uh, is kind of had to go through and kind of learn a little bit kind of what Spencer is and, 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 and what he's like when he's, uh, you know, out there on the field. I think what one of the things that I think that I think you've been able to see with this guy that we didn't know is he's a little bit more athletic than what I think we all anticipated. He does a great job of, of kind of getting out of some situations and, and scrambling around and creating some uh, some big plays down the field. You know, and our receivers have gotten, you know, over throughout this course of season, have gotten a better feel with, with Spencer. And basically, when you're running a route, you better have your eyes on him because he can throw the ball at any given moment and throw it to you. Um, 
so again, I, I think it's just, you know, I think it's our whole team. I think it's our offense, you know, obviously defense, the whole team. I think it's taken some time for everything to gel together and grow together. And, and especially when you have a, you know, a quarterback that's playing for the first time, whether he's a redshirt freshman, true freshman or whatever, um, you know, he's trying to lead the team for the first time. So I think it took us a few games, uh, but I like where we are right now. Hey, Kale, by the time Saturday rolls around, uh, you will have played one game in a 27-day stretch. Is that a concern from an offensive rhythm perspective? And, and Lincoln kind of alluded to this today, saying you guys have had to be creative in practices to kind of keep everybody on edge. Well, we're fortunate that we have a chance to go against our defense. And, um, again, you know, the one thing, and Teddy knows this, um, you know, when you go against the offense or go against the defense, I mean, it's it's tremendous competition. And our players have done a very good job, knock on wood, of, of um, you know, keeping each other up, not taking guys to the ground, but continuing to play fast. And um, we've been doing that the last week or two. Um, again, uh, you know, you said 27 days. If you'd have asked me, I probably wouldn't have been within 10 days. I can't. I can't even remember that. <laughs> I can't even remember when the last time it was we played. I just remember all the practices that that, that we've had, and I've seen. I, I you know, I, I'm kind of focused on the game plan and what we're doing, and I, and I think our our players like it. And uh, you know, they're going through finals this week and doing a good job of taking care of themselves, trying to stay fresh. So we're ready to go on Saturday. You mentioned being able to go up against that defense. What have you seen from them this year as far as growth and, you know, getting Ronnie Perkins back and the way that that defensive line has really played? Feels like that group is getting better by the week and more confident by the week. Well, th that whole defense has gotten better. Um, the, you know, the, the secondary, the back end has gotten better. They work at it. It's a great group of, great group of young men that we have back there. Um, they... Every single day, they're the first ones out there, and they are they are out there working on that field, and um, they've got you know they they got good character and they and they they push each other, but you know it, as and you know this Teddy, it all starts up front. It all starts up front, and if you can control the line of scrimmage, whether you're offensively or defensively, that's going to change the game. If if you can get to the quarterback faster, that's going to make every DB in the back better. Uh, if you can't get to the quarterback. It doesn't matter who you are out there. It's hard to cover people one-on-one -on -one in space for a long time. So, again, our defensive line coaches, our defensive coaches have done a good job. Uh, we've, gotten, we've gotten healthy. We've gotten some guys back. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go in that game on Saturday with anybody else. Our Rudy's Anywhere question, we go to Twitter. This is for you, Kale, from Will Melton. He says, uh, Coach, you're humble. You're the heart and soul of this program. What is it about Oklahoma football that has kept you on this coaching staff for so many years? Well, I think a couple things. Uh, number one is is uh, my family. You know, having the opportunity to uh, be be a part of this uh, for so many years and have a chance to raise my son, be a part of this. My daughter here, and my wife here. Um, you know, my mom and my dad. My mom, who's no longer with us, but you know, my sister, all of our family, and uh, you know, you're you're at you're at the best best college football program in America. You know, er everybody everybody fights and scratches and claws to get to this place. Uh, you know, where where can I go from here? That's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be any better on the football side of it. And um, again, I you know, I, I love our people. They they take great care of us. Uh, we're we're very very successful. I love the kids that we bring, that we brought in our program. 
And, and again, I, I like how consistent we are. That's, that's what makes us different. We're in it every single year. And, um, um, you know, again, just, just blessed to be a part of this, to be a part of this staff and to be a part of this program. Last question, Coach. We'll let you go. we got about 90 seconds here, but Iowa State has played you guys tough defensively the last several years. they got that unique style, drop eight a lot of times. What's a couple of the things that you feel like are especially important for you guys offensively to have success on Saturday? Well, you got to run the football. Um, you got to run the football, and you got to protect the quarterback. I think is uh, you know the most important thing, and, and I think you just got to take you know take advantage of what they give you. And then I think uh, you know we've done a good job, and Coach Riley's done a good job putting a good game plan together for Spencer to uh, again take what they give you. Uh, there's times they're going to come after you, and there's times they're going to drop a lot of people. And uh, but you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to take the ball and get it down the field some, and uh, you got to be able to protect the quarterback. Fun to see you, Kale. One of the things that stinks about this year is we don't get to see you up in the coaches' offices and on road trips and everything. And uh, we look forward to those days again when that happens. I, I agree. Well, just sitting here looking at you guys, you guys look the exact same. I mean, it looks like you guys haven't aged what, whatsoever. You know? You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> oh, good luck on Saturday, and thanks for joining us All tonight. All right, guys. We'll see you later. All right, that's Kale Gundy, and we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll be joined by Gay Bikert and Chris Plank. You're watching Sooner Sports Talk. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively, Anheuser-Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Toby and Teddy back with you. Welcome back to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. You're watching Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T. This segment brought to us by our friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. And we welcome in our friends now from the Sooner Radio team, Gabe Eichert and Chris Plank. Fellas, good evening. What's up, T-Row? How are you and Teddy doing? We're doing good. It's good to see you guys. We haven't done enough football games lately. I miss you like crazy. <laughs> What's it been, like one in four weeks? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's been a while. Let's jump right into it. And, uh, Gabe, we'll start with you. We'll go around the horn. Most important matchup in this game. OU's offensive line versus Iowa State's defensive line. Uh, I think I, I say it every time I come on here, the game is won and lost at the line of scrimmage. And the last time we saw OU's offensive line, they did not play particularly well against Baylor. And Iowa State has one of, if not the best, defensive lines in the Big 12. I'm just kidding. OU's got the best defensive line. <laughs> but they're really good led by Jaquan Bailey, Will McDonald, and Latrell Bankston there in the middle. I really think he has some splash plays that are very impressive. So I think that's where it's going to be won and lost. OU's old line going up against that Iowa State three-man front. Chris Plank, you agree or you got something uh, else? Are you kidding, man? He knows. I, I always trust what Gabe and Teddy say. I will, I will say, you know, it's just the, the ability to slow down Brees Hall, I, I think, is a key here, too. He's – 
should be a finalist for the Doak Walker Award. He's been one of the best running backs in the country this year. Ran the ball really well against Oklahoma the first time around. What am I saying? He's run the ball well against everyone. So, I mean, maybe, Ted, that's infringing a little bit on that defensive mindset. But I really think, you know, don't, don't allow, take something away. I mean, and to me, if you're going to take something away defensively, that Bill Belichick mindset, take away Brees Hall. Force, force them to beat you with those over-the-top throws to Charlie Kolar and, and, and a couple of their really good receivers. You know, one of the things that I think is interesting is, you know, Brees Hall gets a ton of credit, and he should. He's had a bunch of really nice performances, but I don't think Iowa State's offensive line gets the credit that they deserve. I mean, Iowa State's offense this year has rushed for 2,000 yards. Uh, as an offensive line, they've uh, only given up nine sacks on Brock Purdy this year. They were just named one of the 11 semifinalists for the Joe Moore Award. Uh, Gabe, what have you seen from this Iowa State offensive line? I really like what they do from a scheme standpoint offensively. Uh, I think Tom Manning, he, he's done, he's added a lot of elements that make it very similar to some of the things we see in the NFL. Lots of personnel groupings, a lot of use of those tight ends, shifts, motions, makes it extremely difficult. But the interesting part about it is he gets to his core concepts just in a bunch of different ways. And if that sounds familiar, that's exactly what Lincoln Riley does. Now, with Iowa State, it's more about the zone running game. It's not necessarily as many gap schemes as we see from the Sooners. And they do that because I, I think that benefits their offensive line. I think it fits their skill set best. And I think Brees Hall is one heck of a zone runner. So you see it right there, right? Just some simple concepts, but they will find numerous ways to get to them. A ton of window dressing. Teddy, you know how difficult that makes it on a defense to adjust to all those things, but that offensive line is underrated, and let's not sell those tight ends short. You see Chase Allen right there on the edge. That group, while they are threats as pass catchers, those guys can really block. <laughs> Saner, Kohler, Allen, they all three can block, and I kind of lump them in. They're, they're glorified offensive linemen there in Ames. They're an impressive group, very physical at the point of attack, but they keep to their core concepts and they're they're executing them at a high level, guys. Teddy, you, you've said a lot about the window dressing, as you called it, yeah. with uh, Iowa State, all the pre-snap movement that they go through, and you felt like it gave Oklahoma a hard time in that first matchup. feel like the Sooners are more prepared for it this time now that they've played a little more football this uh, season? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they will be. They're a little more experienced. They're, some of the younger players have a lot more snaps under their belt. Um, but it's still a lot to deal with defensively. And, you know, and, and I try to tell people this all the time, that for the offense to run a guy across the formation is the easiest thing in the world for them to install. But defensively, Whenever a guy runs across the formation, it sometimes it can change your entire defensive call. A blitz that was on can now be off. Um, run fits can completely change. Uh, pass drops for the entire secondary can completely completely change. That's just from one guy motioning across the formation. Iowa State will do that on every single offensive snap this week. Um, sometimes they'll shift three guys, which changes the entire strength. You have to reload the whole thing defensively. Then they'll start motioning after they do that. And the way you slow down a really aggressive defense, which is what we are right now, 
is to make them have to think before the snap and a little bit of hesitation. Am I in the right spot? Am I in the right gap? Am I lined up properly? I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and I'm shocked that more people in college football don't do it. Uh, we haven't seen it really at all down the stretch, but Iowa State is going to give it to us in a massive dose, and I hope we've gotten better at it because, you know, they can crease you on some things. They can get you outgapped, outmanned a little bit. You can mess up some of your zone drops, so something to look for. Chris, are you concerned about the one game in 27 days from a rhythm standpoint? Sure. I really wanted Oklahoma to play against West Virginia last week, as I'm sure many people did, uh, I think as, as we all did. But yeah, the, the Baylor running attack, and I think, Gabe, you hit on this a lot on the radio broadcast, leaves a lot to be desired. The pass protection, obviously, Bill Biedenboe is the best in the business. Creed Humphrey has shown so much leadership. You want to see that improve, but... You know, Gabe, I really wanted to see them play a game against West Virginia, who is a talented defensive line in the Stills brothers, who and Tony Fields had a really good kind of runs downhill linebacker to come in and try to make plays. I wanted to see him play against West Virginia. Gabe, I thought it was key because of the need to maybe get a little bit more positivity going with that offensive attack in the running game. Yeah, I think that definitely would have been helpful for Oklahoma. Now there is kind of pros and cons to not playing that game right. You're very healthy, as healthy as Oklahoma has been all year long from an injury perspective and a virus perspective heading into Saturday's game. So there is that, but then it would have been a nice tune-up against a really good defense that runs some similar things, especially from a structure standpoint there, West Virginia, with what they're going to see from Iowa State. And it would have been nice for them to gain confidence. But it's 2020, gang. You, you got to just roll with yep. it. You, yeah. you got to roll with it. And, and the one thing that I don't like about it, guys, we had so many good West Virginia preview shows that no one will ever Amazing. see now. Amazing. Scene setters, spotter boards, preview shows, all of it went down the drain. <laughs> I asked nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll hear what Lincoln had to say today about the Cyclones and that matchup and tonight's Butkus Brain Teaser. You're watching Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T. football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind. Sooner Sports Talk. There I am. It's a radio roundtable edition of Sooner Sports Talk here tonight. Toby, Teddy, Gabe, and Chris with you. Here's what Lincoln had to say about Iowa State earlier today. Kind of what we said yesterday. I mean, that's good coaches. It's a good scheme, uh, and it's a lot of good players that have played a lot of ball. I mean, uh, 
you know, getting the Bailey kid back for them was, was huge this year. You know, he's such a, you know, really good experienced players. I mean, you know, guys like him and the Eisworth and some of those guys, God, it feels like we've been playing against those same guys for, for like 10 years. Um, they've, and they're good players, man. They are. Rose, I mean, all those guys obviously are, are, are really, really good players. Um, got good players in secondary, linebackers everywhere. So, um, yeah, no, they, they, they have good talent. I mean, this isn't some Rudy story. I mean, this, this is not some, well, they're just, you know, finding a way with bad players. They have good players. I mean, and they have had good players. And uh, so, and that's obviously their credit. They've done a great job developing those guys. Uh, the players, have, you could tell, have, I'm sure have worked hard to, to be able to play at the level they have. And, and uh, so, I mean, I just think they do what other good units across the country do. Combine good players, good scheme, and good coaches. And, and you're going to, a lot of times, have a good result. Well done by Lincoln, even on a night he's not here working in our sponsor, Rudy's. We appreciate that. Hey, Gabe, uh, Teddy says, of the teams OU has played since the Big 12 championship game came back, TCU in 17, Texas 18, Baylor last year, this Iowa State team is the best team that OU has played. You agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, let's think about it real quick. Uh, I think that even though that Baylor defense last year was really, really good, it's probably close between that defense and this defense that OU is going to see from Iowa State on Saturday. But let's think about some of the skill players. And let's start with quarterback. When you look at the recent quarterbacks that OU has played against in the Big 12 championship game, uh, I think it's pretty easy to say that Brock Purdy is the most talented, especially with the way he's playing coming into this football game. Then you factor in Brees Hall. Then you also have to factor in just the matchup. Iowa State and what they do, it, it really attacks some of the weaknesses, especially with what Iowa State does offensively. You heard Teddy break it all down, how challenging it is with all the movement that the Sooners use on defense. It is very challenging for them to adjust to everything that Iowa State is going to do. So I, I agree completely, Teddy. I, I think this Iowa State team Guys, let's, and I know it's Iowa State, and I know it's hard to digest this, but they, we are heading into championship weekend. They are ranked sixth in the country. This is a good team. <laughs> it's the second highest ranked team that OU has played in any of their Big 12 championship games. Not just the last four, any of them. But Missouri was one, right? That's, that's right. That's yeah. the highest. I mean, I, I, I agree with what Gabe said. Now, here's what I think is interesting is, I mean, think about the quarterback matchups in these championship games recently. Baker against, what, Kenny Hill? Yep. Kyler against uh, a Ellinger. younger Ellinger. Mm -hmm. um, Jalen Hurts against a group of three Charlie, guys. Charlie Brewer and friends. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Brewer and friends. This is by far the tightest quarterback battle that we've had in this football game since the championship game's been reinstated. And not only is it tight at quarterback, I can go down these rosters position by position, offensively and defensively, and it's incredibly tight. Running back, you got the nation's leading rusher with yep. Brees Hall. Uh, you know, Kolar for them, Stogner for us, Xavier Hutchinson for them, Mims for us. It's incredibly tight defensively. Ronnie Perkins, Jaquan Bailey. Jaquan Bailey and inside. I mean, it's seriously position by position. 
Oklahoma has usually in this game had a massive athlete advantage on the field. Now, they don't have the depth that we have at, at, at these positions, but their starting 11 versus our starting 11 is incredibly tight. Chris, you agree with that? Best team OU's played in these last four? You know, I know you guys haven't given me credit for it, but during the pregame show when we were in Ames, <laughs> I told you that this was going to be the Big 12 championship game rematch. Nobody seems to remember. Oh, no, I remember. I gave wow, you credit is. for that earlier, I think, I Toby. Yeah, absolutely. I? In the first show, he talked about yeah, it a lot. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was the major talking point. I, I, I really dug Iowa State from the first moment that we saw him play this year, even losing to Louisiana. T. Rowe, we had our show, the, the sound-off show that we did, and we were debating the most challenging game game for 2020 for the Sooners and right away you and I both looked at it and said it's Ames it's going to Iowa State so we knew how tough that was going to be they lost to Louisiana and a lot of people lost faith in them but they played that game without Charlie Kohler you know that's a, a key part of their offenses we unfortunately learned so you know they've been a lot of tight games they've won games a lot of different ways their loss to Oklahoma State was one where Gabe how many times did they turn the ball over too many. Like, too many times and you know that's one thing too guys it gives me a little bit of hope because you go back to that uh, well, a lot of hope because it's Oklahoma playing in the Big 12 championship game. But you go back to that game that Oklahoma played against Iowa State, how many balls hit defensive backs in the hands for the at Sooners? Least three. Yeah, at least three. So I think they're making those plays now. But yeah, I, Teddy, to get back to the point after taking everyone off-roading with this point, I really, really dig their skill players. They're, they're a very talented team. All right, it is time for uh, Teddy's Butkus Brain Teaser tonight, brought to you by the Oklahoma Education Association. He is on a one-game winning streak. What do you got for us tonight? Okay, since, you know, Brees Hall is the leading rusher in NCAA right now, I figured I'd ask you guys, who is the single-season rushing record holder at Iowa State? Troy Davis. Thank you. Wow, look at Is that, that right? That's right. Troy Davis. That was Lincoln Riley-esque right there. It was <laughs> barely out of your mouth. your sentence. <laughs> 2,185 yards. Wow. He, he actually went two years back-to-back -back over 2,000 yards rushing and was the Big 12's inaugural Offensive Player of the Year. How about, How about that? that? I gave Teddy the question. So you ruined kinda... it. If you know it, you should have let everyone kind of ponder no, it. Good job, Chris. I think, let's take a round, throw a round. What, Montgomery's name would have come up. Who would, who would be another running back from Iowa State that would have come up? Uh, that's it. Montgomery, that's yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best? Is Brees Hall better than Troy Davis? Anybody? I mean, I'd, I'm I'd, I'd ask you. I, you, you I mean, yeah. I honestly don't know a whole lot about Troy Davis or watching, but I know – 2185 in a single season pretty is, is pretty good. Pretty so. salty. That's pretty salty. Uh, congratulations, Chris. You get tonight's Buckus Brain Teaser. Uh, before we go to break, we have some uh, sad news to share tonight. A couple of our friends. Uh, Cheryl Snelson was a longtime uh, participant in the show here at Rudy. She was here every night ever since the show moved here, and even back when we were at Red Lobster. Cheryl, if you've ever been to the show, would be was the lady that would pass out the question cards. She would take it around the restaurant. Do you have a question for Toby and Coach tonight? And she'd bring it up here. Sweetest lady, she passed away this past week from cancer, and uh, we miss her already uh, tonight. Not seeing her face here is hard. And uh, also, unfortunately, we lost the heart and soul of our Sooner Radio broadcast team this week. Our teammate 
for the last decade on Sooner Radio, Greg Blackwood. He was my spotter. He was my right-hand man attached at the hip during games. He was the extra set of eyes that made me sound good or as good as possible for the last many years, but he was so much more than that. He was the utility man of our crew. He'd set up, he'd take down, he'd hang the banners. He did everything, and he was just the nicest man that God has ever put on this earth. Greg was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer back in the summer, but he battled it like a warrior. He went with us this year everywhere we went, to Ames, Iowa, to Lubbock, Texas, to Dallas, to Fort Worth. He was right there with us the entire way, fighting his heart out. Greg passed away on Sunday morning at his home, surrounded by his friends and family, and uh, we will miss him greatly. He was 57 years old. We'll be right back. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Health, Anheuser-Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies, and our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Coca-Cola, and OU Health. All right, welcome back. Hey, this is our last segment of Sooner Sports Talk this year for the football edition. We'll take a couple of weeks off, and then we'll be back with the basketball shows with Lon Kruger and Sherry Cole just after the New Year. So let's make it count, fellas. Hey, Chris, I'm coming to you first. Uh, no Ramondre Stevenson, no Ronnie Perkins the first time these two teams played up at Ames. Ronnie was there next to you on the sidelines, but he did not play in the game. How big of a difference is that for Oklahoma this time around? Huge. Um, with the way Ram Bam has been running the football, with how Ronnie Perkins has just seemingly elevated the energy and intensity in that uh, rush-in position in that entire defensive line. I mean, I, I don't think you can say enough about the impact these two guys have made overall for this team. And, you know, we'll see Saturday. Uh, seeing a Jaden Hazelwood back out there the last couple – well, I say last couple weeks that wasn't out there at the Baylor game. But to see him back out there for Bedlam, that was exciting. I think he's one of their best receivers. You hope you get a few guys back in that secondary. So, to me, and, and I – I'm a glass half full, overly optimistic guy on everything. T. Rowe, I don't think we can state enough the difference it makes having those two guys back this time around. Gabe? I, I do think Ronnie Perkins being back for this game is huge. And, and it's not necessarily because of the production that he is going to bring. Let me explain real quick. <laughs> when you have a guy like Ronnie Perkins on the field, when you are preparing to play a guy that is as talented as him coming off the edge, you game plan around that guy. You change some things you do, not, not drastic changes, but maybe you send the protection his way. Uh, maybe you're helping chip him on the way out before a tight end or back gets out on a route. And I think Ronnie Perkins' biggest impact on this game will be his presence out there and them game planning for him will create one-on-one -on -one opportunities for other guys. Because you have to pay so much attention to seven as an offensive lineman, that leaves opportunities for one-on-ones for Isaiah Thomas. We saw the huge play he made the last, last time these two teams got together. Perrion Winfrey's going to have some more one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Nick Benito's going to have some more one-on-one -on -one opportunities. And that's going to happen because Ronnie Perkins is on the field. Those guys have to win those battles. They have to make big plays when they get those one-on-ones, when they're paying attention 
to Ronnie Perkins. I can't wait to see which one of those guys makes a play that changes this football game because I think it's going to happen. We've talked about how even this matchup is personnel-wise, offensive, defensive, all the matchups, and, and how it's shaping up to be a great football game. But this is Iowa State's, I mean, by far the biggest football game this team's ever played. This actual, not team, program has ever played. Well, since 1912. Well, that, yeah. that yeah. Missouri Valley Conference <laughs> right. was, was a brutal division back in, in 1912. But it's a good team. this is a huge stage. Oklahoma's been there year after year. What, if any, advantage do you think that gives the Sooners? I certainly think it matters, right? I mean, all the guys for OU, they, they've been there. I mean, I guess the true freshmen haven't been there, but everyone else, they've been there. They've done that. Uh, they're going to be comfortable in that building. They're not going to be looking around, staring up at that big screen. Oh, uh, it's so perfect. But it is very big. <laughs> but they're going to be perfectly comfortable in Jerry World. Now, I don't think the moment is going to be too big for Iowa State or anything like that, and it's not going to be full capacity, so it's going to be a little different than it would have been, but I do think that Oklahoma does have an advantage because they've been there. Experience matters in a scenario like this, in a moment like this, and maybe Iowa State, they're, they're a little nervous at the beginning of the game, and maybe OU can capitalize on that. I, I'm with you, Ted. I, I think that that is certainly something that's going to factor in in this football game. All right, crystal ball time. we got a couple of minutes. This is a hero-making game. Uh, Caleb Kelly scoop and score against TCU. The Trey Brown safety, Grant Calcaterra's catch. Gabe Eichert says, oh, my, when he caught it. <laughs> uh, last year, we had big plays. Off. Who's going to make the play? Chris Plank, who's the hero we're talking about if OU wins in the postgame on Saturday? Trey Norwood. Trey Norwood. Huh. I, okay. I, 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 don't, I don't have a reason outside of he's been able you to practice. You talked to him this week. I talked to him. Yeah. He seems very confident. Um, but I think – What a great story that would be. Oh, and, and he had the interception that sealed the Big 12 championship game against Texas a couple right. of years ago. But give me Trey Norwood as a guy who I think can make a big-time difference-making play or plays, plural, in this game and become a hero we talk about for years. Pick to click. Gabe, who you got? I – I hitched my wagon to him early, boys, ever since Missouri State. I'm going Marvin Mims, the freshman. <laughs> he keeps making big plays. Consistency. He, he's been a little quiet at times recently. A little dinged played, up, maybe. A little dinged up, but I think he's going to be he's gonna be ready to go. I, I go back to what I saw from him against Oklahoma State, and I know it wasn't his most productive game of the season, but it looked to me that he was playing the fastest that he had played all year. And – we know Lincoln Riley. He likes to dial up some things against Iowa State. When they get those one-on-one -on -one opportunities, they got to take advantage of them. I think Marvin Mims is the guy. You got now, I think this is going to be an incredibly tight football game. Maybe a walk-off field goal by Oklahoma to win it. You're not taking the kicker. You is guys, Teddy Lehman you taking the kicker? You guys know me better than to take <laughs> oh, the kicker. Okay. I'm not taking Burkage, although he may hit the game winner. I know in life. I'm taking Isaiah Thomas. There Here's the thing. I, you know, he's been incredibly productive. Gabe mentioned that uh, Perkins is going to draw some, some of the attention. Maybe he has a huge game. Uh, I'm taking Trey Brown. 
Trey Brown owns this building. There you go. He had the safety <laughs> against Ellinger. He chased down Chris Platt last That's year. That's huge play. Trey Brown owns Jerry World. And we've got you completely covered, getting you ready, getting you set for kickoff on Saturday. Spotlight on Thursday. Flashback to that 2012 Bedlam game on Friday. Teddy and Gabe and Chad McKee and Jessica Cootie with game day coming up. We'll have radio coverage starting at 9 a.m. down in Arlington. We can't wait. The Big 12 championship game, OU and Iowa State. Boomer Sooner, everybody. Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. And by Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.